0: الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فهو المهتدي ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا واشهد ان اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ادى الامانه وبلغ الرساله ونصح الامه فتركها على المحجّة البيضاء ليلها كنهارها لا يزيف عنها إلا هالك اللَّهِ وَنَفْسِي اللَّهِ وَالِزُوْمِ طَاعَتِهِ عَلَيْهَا وَمَا رَبُّكَ مِنْ الْعَبِيدِ dear brothers and sisters in Islam السلام عليكم الله وبركاته my topic today is, is for a segment of the community segment of the Muslim Ummah. An important, important segment of the Muslim Ummah that Islam was carried, Islam was established, Islam continued with their help, with their support and was carried on their shoulders. Thus, the examples of Umar, the example of Ali, the example of Mus'ab bin Umayy, the many examples of the Sahaba, Muhammad Alaihi them, and the ones who continued from the Muslimin after that, like Muhammad al-Fatih. I'm just mentioning well-known names, but there are many, many, many of them. Those who the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he used to address, he used to say, Ya Ma'shar al-Shabaab. Oh, young men. Oh, young people. Young men. Whom the Prophet ﷺ talked and said, al Shabab. He was supported by the Shabab. When the message of Islam started and the Wahi started, revelation started, when you go and read in the Seerah, the first thing that you, your parents will be teaching you, the Shabab among the Prophet Ali ibn Abi Talib عنه, was 7, 8 years, 9 years old, whatever the, his age was. Uh, the Sahaba were 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Umar uh, were in their 18, 19, and 20s. Stop! You're looking at young men. But now when we think and we hear about Ali or we hear about Abu Bakr or Umar we think someone who is in his 50s or 60s. Because their accomplishments, we think when they became the Khulafa, when the state was established, when they were in their 40s, when they became old. But before that, they are the ones who supported the Prophet. ﷺ. They are the ones who stood up to the haqq. They are the ones who were driving themselves to come to the Prophet ﷺ and learn about this deen by themselves. And their parents and relatives are in many cases against them, taking them back pulling them back from going to the prophet sallallahu and understanding this deen but they followed and they insisted once they said ashhadu an la ilaha illallah ashhadu anna rasulullah and they believed in that message that was their goal in their life i will follow this message this is my message this is my deen this is my way of life now and i will do everything for this way of life Everything, regardless what it is. And those Sahaba, and those young men, let's just use the word young men, because they were young men when this message of Islam started. The Prophet Sallallahu talks about how he was teaching them, the deen. The focus of the Prophet Sallallahu on the young men, on the Shabab. Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiyallahu he anhu narrates. he said i was with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam riding with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam at a young age riding with the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam on a donkey riding behind the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said ya muadh the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked position ya muadh hal tadri ma haqqullah fi ibadahu do you know what's the right of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on his slaves wa ma haqq al'ibad 'ala allah and what's, what's the right of the slaves on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Muhammad all replied, Allahu wa rasulullah. Look at the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa teaching him, teaching him his purpose of life. From a young age, building that aqeedah and the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and him. I'm not gonna go over the whole hadith. I'm just taking incidents of how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa was focusing on the youth, on the young generation, the Shabab. And we all know the hadith on Abdullah Ibn Abbas. When the Prophet ﷺ he was again riding behind the Prophet ﷺ, and the Prophet ﷺ told him, "Ya Wulam, Inni yu'aliyuka kalimat." O oh young man, I'm teaching you words, teaching you things that you will need in your life. And this is this is a hadith that every one of us, young or old, needs to go and understand this hadith. Completely. Ya ghulam, inni yuallimuka kalimata. I'm teaching you words. I'm teaching you statements. I'm teaching you things that are valuable for you. Ihfadillah yahfadzak. Ihfadillah. Be aware of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will protect you. Ihfadillah tajidhu attijahak. Be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You will find him by your side. If you ask, Allah. If you go and ask for help, ask Allah. Wa And if you need support, Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know. And be confident. And have the belief. And have the iman that if the whole world gathered to benefit you in something, they will not benefit you in anything but what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has decreed. And if they all gather to harm you in anything, they will not harm you in anything but what Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has decreed. The basic akhida, the basic iman, the power that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was putting in the minds and the hearts of the youth. Ya gulam. In the hearts of the Shabbat. Yamashar al-Shabaab, and another hadith, Manista Amin Kumul Baathayat is a Again, the Prophet is addressing an issue to the youth. When you become and you feel that you want to get married, and you can and you are able to get married, go and get married. Because that will protect you. And if you can't, for some reason you cannot find a job, for some reason you cannot support a family? Fast, because there is a desire. Fast, so you are conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so you suppress that desire. Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is taking care of the youth. The youth play the major role in the life of Islam. You will know the story of Ahlul Kahf. Ahlul Kahf, إِنَّهُمْ كَانُوا فِتْيَا. These were young. The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم, when he revealed the Surah to Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم, Quraysh was asking, you know, tell us about these, the people who were cave, the people who stayed in the cave. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّهُمْ فِتْيَا أَمَنُوا بِرَبِهِمْ Those were young men, young شباب فِتْيَا, they believed in their Rabb. They believed in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increased them with guidance. And we hold tight on their hearts with the belief that they had in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. رب they were looking at the corruption in the society. And this from the sons of the elites. The sons of the elites in that time in that society. They were in the middle of the corruption. They were in the middle of oppression. They were in the middle of all kinds of mess. But they stood up. And they said, Our Rabb is Allah. They stood up in the middle of that corruption. In the middle of all ideas that corrupt the mind, corrupt the behavior, takes you, you follow your desires, they stood up and they said, No! They said, No! Our Lord is Allah! We don't believe in all of this. But they did not have a messenger. They were not messengers. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala did not select them a messenger. One of them to be a messenger who guides them to the right path. So they will follow a messenger. So they chose to go and lead that society because they did not know better. They knew what was going on is wrong. They knew what was going on is completely, completely against the human nature. So they chose to go away to society. Our youth, this is a message for you. And I selected the youth because they are part of the Ummah, whose slam stands on their shoulders. The ahkam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we talk about in the khutab here, that we talk about in, our, in, in, in the whole Quran and we talk about it, it's not the responsibility of me, the responsibility of your father, the responsibility of your uncle, the responsibility of your mother, the responsibility of your aunt, and it's not that. It's the responsibility of every Muslim, of every Muslim who when he reaches the accountability age. It's his responsibility. If I die now, I'm responsible for everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded me in the Quran. If you die at the age of 15, and you are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are responsible. Don't feel it's your father's responsibility. Don't feel it's somebody else's responsibility to take care of it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told you it is your responsibility. And that's where the shabab, the young men of the ummah, they stood up for that responsibility, and they took it on their shoulders, and Islam progressed, and Islam spread, and Islam was successful. But when when the enemies of Islam start working on our ideas, on our thoughts, and taking into decline, they use our youth, they use our shabab. They took our Shabaab from the Muslim lands to Europe, to France, to Britain, to the civilized world at that time. And they taught them their ideologies, ideologies of freedom, ideologies of democracy, ideologies, all kinds of ideologies. So they were soaked with these ideas. These ideas became their belief and they came back to the Muslim land and start stabbing, stabbing Muslims, stabbing the ideas of Islam. By the ideas that they have. And instead of being tools to go and spread Islam and spread the haq like Ali and Musab, they were the tools to go and destroy Islam. When when they went in the wrong direction, when they, they were not conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if يحفظ alillaq, they were not conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they were conscious of their desires of the money, of the wealth, of the status that's what they were looking for and the West gave them that and the West helped them to have their own to be popular in our lands and they led the Ummah in a direction that ended up by removing Islam from the world arena and Islam will not come back in the world arena unless you the youth, you are part of it And you are taking that responsibility. People are taking that responsibility now. But this responsibility has to be canned over and has to continue. And if the youth are not standing up for that responsibility, they will be held accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are accountable. They are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for their actions. If they don't pray, they're accountable. If they commit zina, They're accountable. If they waste their time with anything that's haram, they're accountable. If they don't go and read and understand this deen, they are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This accountability is there. Spreading the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also an obligation on me, on you, young, old, everyone until this deen is established. And we have a role to play in this society. Look how much this society is working on the corruption of our minds. In the corruption of the minds of the youth. Individualism. And we see it in our kids. You ask someone to do something, I will do it at my free time. Or I do it if I feel to do it. You will see that. That's something planted in their minds. Not in Islam, in Islam where Your parents come and ask you to do something. Yes. Unless it's haram. That's a different story. You go and do it. No. When I feel like it. When I feel like it, I will do it. It's a reality. We live in it. Our minds, our youth, mind. And excuse, excuse me, youth. This is a reality. This is what's going on. And it has an impact. Yes, you're committing yourself to the deen. Yes, you pray. Yes, you fast. Yes, you're doing... You ask, you're talking to the people about Islam. But there is more that you have to clean up from what this society is implanting in your mind. There is more to clean up. And don't feel, if you are in the direction of the da'wah and carrying Islam and talking to people, to the people about Islam, that if others look at you and say, hey, you're an extremist, you're a stranger, you're this. Man, you're the only one who's doing this. Don't feel, don't put yourself. Don't get discouraged. Remember Allah is with you. Remember Allah is, is with you. Ya gulam ekfadillaha yaqabq. Be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will protect you. Allah will stand by you. If you are in the right path and the correct path, Allah will support you. And Allah has His own ways of supporting you. Imad Allah Qlihada was Safirullah. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu So, dear brothers and sisters, the youth are the future of every nation. We age, we're aging. And we'll, one moment, at one moment we will die. And they might die. But the ones who are carrying, the ones who continue to carry the deen are the youth. The ones who continue to carry not just the deen, any, any society, whether it's a society of kufur, society of Islam, any society, are the youth. The youth to get to learn and understand this ideology that they have. We have Islam. And our youth have to go and understand this deen and understand the responsibility. Yes, go to school and work. Yes, go and learn and get your degree. Yes, but at the same time, be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and everything. Know your priorities in life. Know that the priority of following the Haqq, the priority of doing the right thing, the priority of doing the Halal, is not just your father's or mother's priority. It's yours. Because five years from now, ten years from now, you are a parent. You will become a parent who will be preparing your child to give him the flag of this deen. Next. To carry this deen next. This is how our deen is continuing. So, oh shabab, oh young men, take that responsibility with full heart and know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be standing. Know the aj of it is in the day of judgment that you will be among the seven who will be in the shade of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On that day when there is no shade, a young man who grew up in the love of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala in the obedience of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala it is something that's just given to a young man who grew up in that who grew up in that environment who puts himself in that environment Allah said you will be under my shade on that day when there is no shade imagine the ajr that you get just by that at that day when everybody will be looking for shade, you have it from Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. What's the price for it? Short 40, 50 years in this dunya, struggling in this dunya, carrying the da'wah, obstacles here and there. But in the hereafter, the Allahu A'lam knows how many years it will be. It's an everlasting life. You're in the shade of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala. Does it worth it? Yes, it's worth it. عبد الله ان الله امركم بعمر امتدى بنفسه وثنى عليه ملائكته قال ان الله ولكل يثلي على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما صليت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم وبارك LIN- اللهم على محمد وعلى ال محمد كما باركت على ابراهيم وعلى ال ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر المسلمين بالاسلام امين واعز المسلمين بالاسلام امين واخذ المشركين على كواعد دين انهم لا يعجزونك Allahumma agfir lana wa arhamna wa tub alayna ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma ansurna bil islami ya rabbal alameen. Watabitna ala alhaq ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma raddana ilal islami raddan jamilani ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma thabitna ala al-islami ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma wathabit shababana ala al Islam wal imani ya rabbal alameen. Wa akhiru da'wanana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance,